Hi guys, it's Jess. This is the Not Carrie Bradshaw podcast where I discuss all things style, pop culture, and wellness. Thank you for joining me. If you are new, please stand so that you can be uncomfortably acknowledged by a large crowd of people. You have been acknowledged. You may take a seat. I am currently recording from my my new desk that I got for my bedroom. So hard as I may try, I'm slowly actually morphing into Carrie Bradshaw. So said that to say, I'm by a window. So if you guys hear the graduation or I don't know, birthday party that's happening in the courtyard outside of my building, sincere apologies. <laughs> um, uh, you know, never mind that we're living in a global pandemic. People are still having parties like it's normal times. So anyway, sorry if you can hear anything, doing my best to kind of like talk over them and like drown it out in editing. But anywho, I always kick off my podcast episodes with a fashion tip. And I decided that since, again, we're not living in normal times, I would give you guys a little bit of fashion trivia, which is one of my favorite things to learn about when I was studying fashion at FIT. Just random little facts about like why things are the way that they are, things that we just kind of accept as the norm. So have you guys ever noticed that men's shirts button on the right side and women's shirts button on the left? Very random thing. I have a shirt. It's one of my favorite shirts. I've had it for like 10 or 15 years. And it's a little boy shirt. And every time I put it on, I'm like, why does this feel so weird? And it's because typically I wear women's shirts. And the reason for this is that when buttons became a thing that were put on shirts for men, it was used in the military. And the dominant belief, they have not absolutely proven this, but the dominant belief is that it was easier for people to bring, for soldiers to brandish a weapon if they could go inside their coat or shirt with their dominant hand. And most people's dominant hand is the right. So that's it for men's. And then on the women's side, I don't know if you guys have ever watched a show like Downton Abbey, but very wealthy women typically didn't dress themselves they had like a lady to dress them and every time I watch Downton Abbey I'm like this is just so extra like I would be so irritated if I had to just stand there while somebody dressed me like honestly like I get that it's like a fancy bitch thing but it's also kind of like unnecessary I also sometimes feel this way about like men opening doors I understand like chivalry and all those things but I really don't want to have to stand there until you open a door for me but anyway that's the dominant historical reason is because ladies of a certain stature in society didn't dress themselves and it was easier for their lady maid or whatever you want to call them governess I don't know to button them from the left so little bit of fashion trivia for you guys just something to put in your pocket for no other reason than just to have something to know so that's it for the fashion tip slash fashion trivia um next up i'm going to be talking with you guys about this whole cancel culture thing we gotta have a family meeting about it so stay tuned Okay, guys, welcome back. I really actually hope that you guys can hear the party happening in the courtyard right now because they're playing YMCA and Happy Pride Month. So anywho, if you have been on social media, paying attention to things in the world, 
you guys are aware of the controversial, I guess you could call it, song that J. Cole released called Snow on the Bluff, which, honey, the jokes write themselves. And the backlash that he received from it, I made a, a response video to it. Um, you can check that out on my YouTube channel. Shameless plug right there. Um... We don't have to get into all of the, you know, the details of why I feel that what he said and did was problematic. But ultimately, it just read like the song equivalent of men telling you to smile on the street. He was basically kind of just revealing his own inadequacies when it comes to being a leader in this current movement that I'm hoping is one that doesn't fade just to pull over a little bit, I'm really happy that so many people are finally paying attention or at least pretending to pay attention and listening and wanting to unlearn some of their unproductive and racist as motives and, and ways of being. I hope that this isn't just a moment in time because I think that when things happen, we get so up in arms and we have hashtags and we have GoFundMes and we have all of these things and then the news cycle keeps rolling and things are forgotten. Example, Breonna Taylor's murderers still haven't been arrested and we need to keep that energy up because those men need to be held accountable for murdering that woman. Anywho, um, given everything that's going on, J. Cole, you know, use this this song, which it would have been perfectly fine with me if he just said, I don't feel as well equipped to lead as some of the people who I see out here and like I want to do better. He could have left it at that. Instead, he decided to single out black women who are more educated, who are more well read about the ins and outs of systemic racism and injustices. And it just did not feel good, especially because this was like the day after um, the young lady who's a Black Lives Matter activist after her body was found. And I do not want to mispronounce her full name. Uh, I know her name. People were calling her Toyin. But again, I do not want to butcher her name. I'm so sorry. The timing of it was really bad. Um, and it felt like gaslighting and projection of someone's insecurities which is something that i think as a black woman we tend to deal with a lot anyway we're constantly kind of told to be nicer or to say things in a nicer voice or to package things in a way that's more nurturing to people and the fact that in the song he basically said you know treat us like children and the thing is you're not you're adults and you need to be responsible for your own your own learning outside of your formal education. Like I said, I did a whole video on it if you guys want to delve into that more. What I wanna talk about today is the fact that there were so many people, men and women, responding to what was happening by saying, y'all can't cancel him, y'all wanna cancel everybody. If you cancel everybody, no one will be left, blah, 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 blah. There is a very big difference between holding someone accountable for poor decisions, poor behavior, whatever, and canceling someone. R. Kelly is canceled. And even though R. Kelly is canceled, R. Kelly still has a huge fan base that will ride for him, unfortunately, even though he rapes children. Um, what upsets me is that I don't 
I don't want us to get to a place where anytime we critique an artist's work, a black person's work, a black person's behavior, that it's deemed as either we're hating on them or we don't understand them or we're too sensitive or that we're trying to cancel them. Canceling is not a thing. I'm sorry. It's just not because ultimately that person's fan base is their fan base for a reason and they think really similarly to that person and aren't really going to be too keen on breaking up with their love of their favorite artist their favorite celebrity whatever whatever and on the one hand I understand that it's really hard to accept that someone who you like love admire whatever that you support it's hard to 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 hear or to see or to read criticisms of them because you feel like that person has like given you so much I personally have a really hard time when people criticize Beyonce's quote-unquote brand of feminism because were it not for Beyonce introducing feminism to her platform in such an overt way I never would have found that to be a part of my identity I never would have started to read and to listen to different podcasts and different TED talks about the fact that feminism is for black women too and you know I think people have such a narrow view of what feminism is that when that the fact that Beyonce doesn't fit into that box people are really critical of her and I have a hard time hearing that but I also have to respect that when an artist puts something out and Beyonce even said this herself in in an article when you put something out it no longer belongs to you and people are allowed to critique it so just like people were saying that J. Cole was allowed to express his insecurities about being a leader right now which I agree with we're also allowed to have a response to that especially when it feeds into the narrative that educated black women are mean that we don't talk nice enough to people whatever whatever and I think I was also really taken aback by the number of black women who were defending him because I think that as black women, we have a fear of being labeled an angry black woman. And I don't really think that that's a fair label to put on us. If any other woman is angry, she's just angry. Or they'll call her hysterical or irrational. And that's a, that's a whole other thing in terms of gender politics. But when black women are rightfully angry, we get called an angry black woman. I don't give a fuck if you call me that. Like, that's perfectly fine because I think if any other if there's any time to be angry it's now so yeah I am an angry black woman what of it what else I don't want us to be so afraid of owning the part of our identity that makes us a woman that we just accept any kind of treatment from men and what really upsets me about cancel culture as well is that I don't want us to get to a place where we can't critique anything and then we start falling into the same mediocrity that has gotten white men into power. And a lot of people will say, well, white people do it, blah, 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 blah. I do not look at white people as being the pinnacle of goodness, of righteousness, of success, of anything. Just because they have gotten away with doing it for centuries doesn't mean that we should now get away with being mediocre. The only way for us 
to excel is to be able to call each other to task about things that just aren't okay or about areas where some of us are just blind. Most of us don't actually know a trans person, so most of us don't know enough about the trans experience. And it's your job to go out and to read and to listen when trans people are talking about their experiences. It's the same thing with black women. I think people feel like as a whole that we're under attack, which we are, and we always have been. But what people don't want is for the different intersections of identities within our community to have a moment to have their say, to say, you know, while I have you all here, can we also discuss the way that black men treat black women? While I have you all here, can we also discuss how problematic colorism is? While I have you all here, can we also discuss, you know, the taboo of not holding family members accountable when there are family members who are sexually assaulting children in the family. Like people want, I think, and I think that's a reflection of those people's inability to hold multiple thoughts in their minds at once. Don't take that on. It's entirely possible for us to discuss issues within our community so that we can be united as a community and also look at the issues that are affecting us as a whole. But to say that like we're all black and that's it, that's not fair because you're erasing an entire, entire experiences of people who identify at multiple intersections within being black. And I'm just really over that. No one is canceling anyone. Even if you wanted to cancel someone, you couldn't. Like, there are celebrities, I'm not going to name any names, who I absolutely despise. I don't like the way they dress. I don't like the way they talk. I don't like the way they present themselves. I don't follow them on anything, and I get annoyed when I see anything about that celebrity. Like, truly, I wish that there was a way that I could, like, erase them from my algorithm you know aside from blocking them or whatever or from unfollowing them but there's a whole shit ton of people who love that celebrity and go up for that celebrity and ride hard for that celebrity and it doesn't matter that I dislike them because there's a shit ton of people who do dislike them so who who do like them so I said that to say, you don't have to get so defensive every time someone calls one of your faves to task because you fear that their livelihood is going to go away. Most of these people, I promise you, will be fine. The news cycle will keep rolling. Something else will drown that out. Like People forget that not too long ago, I think like J. Cole's second album, he kept using the F word to refer to gay men. And that was incredibly problematic. And I still have... <laughs> feelings towards him about that because what the fuck you can't call yourself a black revolutionary or a black leader and do something so hurtful to a huge part of the black community which is the gay community but people completely forgot about that the news cycle rolled on and he's gone on to do perfectly fine most of these people will be okay just because they're being called to task for behavior that's not great doesn't mean that their livelihood is going to be destroyed. Like, it's okay for people to not like your fave. I promise. Like, again, that's why I don't get too up in arms about people talking shit about Beyonce. Because Beyonce going to be okay no matter what. Like, I don't need to go out and cape for Beyonce because she's really going to be okay. I stand for Rihanna. Absolutely love her. She is emperor of my life. People can say whatever they want to about her not putting out an album, whatever, whatever. Rihanna going to be okay. 
I go up for Tracy Ellis Ross. People have criticisms of her. I'm not sure what they are, but she's still going to be okay. And I'm still going to be a fan because I don't expect perfection out of anyone, least of all out of a celebrity. So if they do something problematic, okay, let's talk about it and move on. I would like for us to be able to get to a place where we actually believe in people's ability to learn and to grow from things. Otherwise, there's no point in us calling people out about things. But if y'all are going to, oh, you can't cancel them. Why are you saying this? Da, 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 da. Every single time it happens, no one's going to have the opportunity to learn and grow. If you guys keep enabling shitty behavior, people are going to continue to behave shittily. So let people get their criticisms off and let these people hear the ways in which they're being harmful to their community so that they can learn and grow. You're not doing anyone any favors by protecting them from constructive criticism. And what I'm also seeing a lot of is people who are like, these white people laughing at us while we're arguing between ourselves. No, they're not. I'm wondering, do any of you actually know any white people? Because a lot of things that happen on social media, a lot of white people don't even know about because everyone's algorithm is so tailored to their unique interests. There are things that happen within the white world that I'm like, who even are these people? And my white friends have to explain to me like, oh, this girl scammed all these people because blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, how did you know about that? And she's like, oh, we've been talking about it for years. We are all living in really different worlds. So number one, white people really not even paying attention to you in the way that you think that they are. And number two, stop living your life for the white gays. Stop thinking that if we're well behaved all the time, it's going to make them stop killing us because it's not. Racists are racists because they're racists. It's not because of anything that we did when we were brought to this country we were brought to this country with the intention of being chattel. And that's it. It's not because we were in Africa or the Caribbean or whatever behaving badly so they came to get us to punish us. No, they did not see us as human. And a lot of them still don't. And it doesn't matter what you do. They're still going to racist. Racists are going to racist because that's just what they want to do. And it's not your fault. And I think maybe some of you guys are afraid to accept that because it makes you realize how out of control you are of your existence in the world because anti-blackness is global. And I get that that's a hard pill to swallow. But you also have to understand that during the civil rights movement, the group of people who were crossing the Edmund Pettus Bridge to be bludgeoned attacked by dogs, having fire hoses blown on them. Most of them were wearing suits and really nice trench coats. Were very well-spoken, educated. A lot of them were students. It didn't matter how well they presented themselves. Those people were committed to jailing and murdering them. Why are y'all so concerned about what white people think of you? It don't matter what you do. A person who does not value a black life, you could be a nun and they will still see you as not human. So stop thinking that 
number one, these people are paying any attention to these like minor conversations that we're having within our community because we're not paying that much attention to whatever's happening in theirs and stop giving so much of a fuck about what they think about us or like or having their approval or let's not air our laundry for the good white folks. Who the fuck are they that you think that they're like bastions of, of civility? They're obviously not. And that's why we are where we are. So said all that to say, no one's canceling anyone. It's kind of not even possible to cancel people because people's fan bases are so committed to being their fans that they won't even allow you to cancel them. And we're allowed to have conversations or disagreements or call people to task because no one is beyond reproach within our community without concern for what non-black people are going to think of us. And for those of you who think that we're the only community of people who criticize each other, you have not gone into any other communities because that's not true. That's a myth. And that's internalized racism, that you think that you are somehow responsible for the way these people view you. You are not. That's one thing that you can take off your shoulders. Behave how you want to behave as long as you're not hurting nobody else. Because you, I don't know, playing music loudly still don't mean that you deserve to be killed. Still don't mean that these people deserve to look at us as less than human. So just some things to consider. I'm on my soapbox a little bit because I'm, I'm just, I'm fed up with a lot of things that are happening right now. I'm fed up with not feeling completely safe. Um, I'm fed up with these fireworks because I still don't understand the source or the reasoning or like what the hell is going on. I'm doing my best to take care of myself. I currently have acne on my cheeks, which is new shit for me. So I'm working on getting that cleared up, working on becoming stronger physically, Working on still reading more because I want to educate myself more about what it means to be a black woman in this country and beyond. So I'm doing everything that I can to fortify myself against everything happening outside of who I am. And I want to encourage you guys to do the same. Um, I hope I didn't ramble on too much, but I just had some stuff I had to get off my chest. So Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in and staying with me. I'm doing my best to continue to put out consistent content, even though I'm not always feeling so great um, per the isolation. (laughs) So be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and review. Reviews really help podcasters out a lot. And also send me some money if you feel so inclined. And if you don't want to send me any money, then send some money to some of these social justice organizations who need it. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.